ready? Yes. Maya? Okay. I'm here. In five. Okay. In five, four, three, two. Look at you. You made it to another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, what we learned from shit, and how we got through some shit. I'm Maya. And I'm the B. We appreciate you, podcast family, and we hope your week was the shit. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, and thank you for checking us out. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Hey. Hey, Maya. Hey, why do we always start the podcast and I'm like, hey, you like, hey, girl. <laughs> I, I need to be more upbeat, obviously. Yes. I mean, first, I do be like, hey, girl. Like, we ain't just been talking for the whole hour. Seven hours. Yesterday, mm, on exactly. the way to work, <laughs> the day before that, together the day before that. I know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I love you. Oh, I love you, too. We're supposed to save that to the end of the show. Well, you don't have to save it. You can love people like all throughout. Mm. You know, oh. I just say, oh, I can't love. Right. <laughs> oh, now I can't love you now. Right. <laughs> Speaking of love, shout out to Lenny G on the ones and twos. Happy yes. birthday, Uncle Lenny. Happy birthday, Uncle Lenny. <laughs> I don't know how many years young you are, but. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time. We tailgated all day, went to the game. That game was packed too. It was sold out. It was. Of yeah. course it was. Well, that was a um it was a game to find out whether or not we were gonna be in first place to, to or make it to the um playoffs. So of course it was packed and we beat the Redskins yet again. Yet again. So we went to the game in September when it was warm, and we decided to go to the game in December, and it was warm, actually. Right. It wasn't too bad. Well, you know what? You know what? The truth is I really didn't realize that I was frozen until I got home and started to thaw out. Mm-hmm. I think I was numb to the because I didn't really feel cold. I didn't feel but, cold at all. No, I didn't feel cold, but when I got home, my legs felt like they was defrosting. Mm. I was like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Fat really doesn't insulate. <laughs> I was crushed. <laughs> Yo, you crazy. I don't know if it was the alcohol I was drinking all day or what, but I was Let me tell you something. Nice you were sipping. You were sipping. You hear me? Maya was sipping. In. And you know what happened? I kept pouring. I never poured like poured like a full cup. I just kept mm-hmm. pouring a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. So it didn't feel like that I was drinking that much. But then when I realized that I had drank the whole bottle and opened up the next bottle, I said, oh, maybe I was drinking that much. But it was a good damn time. It was a good damn time. And let me just tell you about your boy. And I'm going to say it. And I hope he's listening. Too. Let me just tell you about your boy. Mm-hmm. So we met another podcaster, mm-hmm. the tailgate. And I think what's the name of the podcast? Like Out of Left Field or something mm-hmm. like that. Out of mm-hmm. Left Field Podcast. You know, shout out to them. 
you know, it's all love. Right. <laughs> but we taking pictures and everything, and this dude gonna post a picture with just you and him on his personal Instagram page. You know what I mean? Like, I went one half of We Did That Shit podcast. We was both there. Don't be trying to be on the gram like y'all was kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no. I don't know if it was a y'all was yes, kicking it, was. it moment, but I just trying. know you feel... He was feel, doing it for the gram. He was, no, no, you he, feel some type of way because uh, he just put the one half of We Did That Shit podcast. But let me just say this. He was doing it for the gram. I, no, listen, let me just say this. I know you feel that way, but I represent us both just like you represent us both. Absolutely. <laughs> On his personal Instagram page. <laughs> Anywho, who did some shit this week? Yo, you funny as hell. Well, this week on We Did Some Shit, we want to say R.I.P. to former President George Bush. What what, what is he? I mean, all I know him as is George Bush Sr., but he's like a George W. Oh, G.W.? G.W. Bush, yeah. Okay, well, well, rest in peace to the daddy because... (laughs) The daddy died. Um, I think he was 94 when he died. And let me just say this about the daddy dying. George Bush died. Mm-hmm. And I seen so many black people. Pay- yes. Posting like, right. rest in peace, George Bush. You was a great man. And, and I'm thinking, <laughs> is that damn bad yes. that they didn't forgot that George Bush, the daddy, started the damn Iraq war. Exactly. That George Bush, the daddy, was on TV holding up crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. George Bush, the daddy, put mm-hmm. it in place for, for, for Clinton to um, put out the crack laws. So I'm thinking to myself when I was seeing it, I'm like, damn, Trump is that bad that they didn't forgot. Yes, they, they like bring God, bring George back. That's I mean, how bad Trump. I is. mean, they act like Clinton died, or like uh, Carter died, mm-hmm. or they was half ass acting like Obama died. I was looking at them posts like, is this the same George Bush or is exactly. this somebody different? Because I'm so confused. Now that the son, he finished up what the daddy started. Let's not forget. Yeah, but well, the son is the son is like even more treacherous. But yes, mm-hmm. no. But see, people think that the son is more treacherous, but the son literally was finishing up what the daddy didn't already right. put in place. Mm-hmm. So he just was carrying out the orders because he's a half-ass goof troop. He. He well, don't he really tre- He was treacherous. He was, he was treacherous. Well, listen, so was they, got him, they making him. They making him out to be a damn teddy bear. Passing shell Obama candy. I mean, she hugging all up on him. I'm thinking like Trump really got us. <laughs> we doing. We feeling mighty low. We feeling yeah, mighty fast. I mean, come on. <laughs> Is it me? It's not you, boo. I think it's gracious. What is going on? But you know what? Nevertheless, he was a former president and he passed away. So rest in peace to him because the best thing that his ass did before he died was he said, "Uh uh-uh. I can't make it to that inauguration. Me and Barbara ain't doing well. You know, we just Mm -hmm. getting out of the hospital. Next day, he was throwing out a pitch at a uh, baseball game. (laughs) Turnaround time from getting out the hospital was that quick. Right. You could get a baseball game. So shout out to him for that and rest in peace to him. 
And condolences to his family. Family, yes. So I have a who did some shit about the Minneapolis Police Department and their Christmas tree. There's a uh, precinct in many in the Minneapolis Police Department, and it says that hanging from the tr- the Christmas tree inside a Minneapolis Police Department precinct were half-crushed cans of steel reserve malt liquor mm. and crumpled bags of Takis chips and Funyuns. Mm. There, there was a cup from a fried chicken joint, and that's what it says in the article, a cup from the fried chicken joint Popeyes, and they said it was a joke. What was the joke, though? Like, what? what why did they put that up? in a precinct like you you was trying to make because it was racist clearly so were you trying to make people black people in particular feel comfortable when they came into the precinct when they was getting locked up you was like from the cell where you could see the tree you was like look this represents you like what was the thought process behind that do you think I I can't really say what their thought process was, but it just goes to show you are a civil servant hired to protect and serve, and you are showing exactly what you feel about the community that taxpayers are paying you to protect. Mm -hmm. You know, so they said that it was two officers in particular that decorated the tree, and they have both been put on administrative leave. Of course, there are some council people, and the mayor is speaking out um, against, you know, the, the racism and how they're seeing the tree, and they're saying that it's unacceptable. And I just don't—well, I mean, I, I don't know what goes on in people's minds. You know, my— thing is don't you have to pass like all these psychological exams and all that like there's no test for racist hateful I I don't understand no it's not there is no test for it and it goes to what I continue to say on this podcast and I say in my life and I'll continue to say if you do something stand behind that you racist stand right. behind it if right. you thought that it was a joke or you did this and and you wanted to whatever the reasoning behind it was stand behind it don't backpedal and say oh no it wasn't what people thought yes it was it just was what it was and exactly. you could even say you didn't have to come out and say i'm racist but you could just come out and say i did it okay mm-hmm. you know i thought it was a joke going bad all right whatever and they should be, I, I'm just going to say that they should be fired. They won't be. They should be. And they may be because, you know, here at home, there was another um, officer at the Camden County Jail. Mm-hmm. And um, his Facebook page said, where it said, you know, on his Facebook page, it talks about, about, you talk about, you know, who you are, your name and where you work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he said, animal trainer at the county zoo Mm. as his occupation and he was put on leave and they they fired him and he um appealed it saying that that was his own personal page and they were like they denied it they said that you know you have an obligation a civil obligation to be to present yourself as a halfway decent human being right and what you're saying is, like, what are you saying? These people are, you know, monkeys, gorillas in the zoo. What are you saying? You know, and you well, put animal tamer 
at the county zoo is what you put for your occupation. And he was a Camden County corrections officer. And he well, was fired. And he yeah. lost his appeals. Okay. Well, that I feel like that's different than putting some Funyuns on a Christmas tree. Because you could argue a lot of things by putting Funyuns on a Christmas tree. And you don't... Yeah, but what I'm trying you to say for- is, is you could you could argue, and I'm not taking up for them, and, and I, I hope no one listening to the sound of my voice thinks that that's the case, but playing devil's advocate on it, you can argue that anybody likes malt liquor. Malt liquor is not just for black people, even though it's peddled to black people, other people drink malt liquor. So you can say a number of things that way. You saying that you are a, you work in a county zoo when you do work in a county prison, that's something totally different. I mean, you actually do Mm. do that. So, I mean, it it could be an argument made on behalf of the Christmas tree more so than the officer putting that on his Facebook page. That's all I'm saying. But do I think that they should be fired? Yes. Will they be fired? I don't know. And it remains to be seen, but you know, well, probably not because it's Minneapolis and you know, they had a lot of stuff going on in their police department. They've had two, um, unarmed black men killed by their police officers. Mm. Their black police chief was out here saying that all the stuff they do is justified locking up all the black people and stuff like that. So they got a whole lot of stuff going on within their department. So you're probably right. They probably won't be fired. Or the next who did some shit. Congratulations, Kevin Hart. Look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is been given the honor because he's the fourth black person to be given this honor. I think he's the second black comedian behind Chris Rock, and he will be hosting uh, the 2018, or is it 2018? Yeah, the 2019. 2019. 2019. Well, it comes out in 2019, but wouldn't it be the Oscars for the year of 2018? I don't know. I probably should have looked that up before I said this, but congratulations to Kevin Hart because he'll be hosting the upcoming Oscars. Um, And so bravo, because that's a big honor given to someone, you know, uh, when, when Chris Rock was given the task of hosting the honor, I mean, hosting the Oscars, it was like a big thing. And so Mm -hmm. for Kevin Hart to be given this honor, we just want to say congratulations to him. I just want to see Kevin Hart standing next to the Oscar trophy. Well, he's smaller than the Oscar trophy. Well, we know that most people, because you know, they have like a life size. That's what I'm talking about. The life size one. Yeah. So, um, and I just want to see what he looks like standing next to it. That's all I want to see. And I just, I really do. I hope he does a great job. You know, I think he's funny, especially as a host. He's funny as a comedian. I, but I just think Chris Rock did such a great job. And Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg hosted the Oscars? Yes. Oh, well, then Kevin Hart is the third uh, comedian to host, black comedian yeah. to host the Oscars. Because I remember when Whoopi Goldberg first hosted the Oscars and everybody kept harping on what ribbon would she wear. You know, you know, people in the HIV community wanted her to wear red ribbon. People uh press the war wanted her to wear yellow ribbon. You know, people with cancer wanted her to wear pink ribbon and all this stuff. And Whoopi was like, first of all, you don't ask a black woman to buy a gown and then put something pinning it on it. And I know that's right. <laughs> I know, and I know that's right. <laughs> 
all it took for me to get here and put this dress on. Now you want me to put a hole in it? Um, uh, right. Exactly. Exactly. So kudos to, to Kevin. Now I'm looking forward to that. But well, uh, F, wait, FYI, it is the uh, 2019 Oscars. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. But well, I, I didn't. Clearly. Uh, Google is my friend. Kevin Hart is, you know, now that he's, it's been announced that he's hosting the Oscars, here come the trolls. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about that because it's just so, listen, of course now Kevin Hart's old tweets are coming up. And from 2011, um... And in 2011, let's be clear, 2010, 2009, 2008, when Twitter first started, Twitter was off the hook. It was nowhere like it is now. It was no no filter. filter. People would just say anything. That was your favorite celebrity included. So Kevin Hart had some what they deemed to be homophobic tweets um, and what they deemed to be racist tweets. And now they're resurfacing, of course, because you can't do anything without your old stuff coming to light. And I mean, that's fine because Kevin Hart should, he should expect it. You know, you're at the point in your career where things like this would happen. What I will say is, is this, Kevin Hart has made it a point in his career to stay away from certain topics. He doesn't talk about politics. He doesn't talk about homosexuality. He doesn't talk about racism. He he doesn't talk about those things for a reason. He really sticks to his family and the Mm -hmm. funny things that happen in his family. And he's, even though people want him to comment on certain things, he has said before that he stays away from it for a reason. And I guess reasons like this, you know, because he doesn't want it to come back and bite him in his ass or he don't want to say something that's not political correct or whatever I gotta I feel two ways about it because I do feel like some com- some people not just comedians but celebrities should speak up on behalf of some things you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying whatever those things be um, but also he has a right to stay away from him so it won't bite him in his ass because mm-hmm. you're never going to be right it's you're never going to be right in the eyes of society because it's too many people that look has eyes on you so somebody feels this way somebody else feels that way so you're never going to be right i don't think that kevin hart is homophobic racist or has any leg to stand in in the political sense you know what i'm saying i just think kevin hart is out here just doing what he's doing, living his life. He's not exempt from any of this. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? But I don't think that bringing up his old shit matters to me. That's just my opinion, you know? Right. I've never heard anything that I thought was offensive. And, you know, we are champions for people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I've never... I've never taken offense to anything. And plus, I just think with comedians, Mm -hmm. you have to give them their freedom, Mm -hmm. you know, because they don't really, you know, they don't have to make fun of people or, you know, they're not out to hurt anybody. They just want to make people laugh. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and some of the things are funny and and people just want to, I just think people want to find offense and things like you they just, do. you looking for something else to hate on next. Like, and another thing is, is this, this is the last thing I'll say about this. Whatever your thing is, 
you have to be okay with you, right? Exactly. So if I'm black, I got to be okay with being black. If I'm gay, I got to be okay with being gay. If I'm a Republican, I got to be okay with being a Republican. Nobody else in the world has to be okay with anything that you're doing but you. You. And if you're not secure and okay with what it is that you're doing, then how do you expect somebody else to respect it? So the sensitivity that people have toward other people not agreeing with what they have going on needs to stop because you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm all right being a black gay Republican. And I don't care what nobody says. I I agree 110%. And who are you that somebody wants to offend you? You know, like, so what? People are, you know what I mean? Everybody doesn't have to like everything. I don't have to like you. Exactly. That's, <laughs> I don't have to like that's you. That's the point. I don't have to, but you have to like you. But you ha- you right. have to be okay with you. And, and yes, that's I mean, it. I know you I know it's hard to believe, but you know, some people don't like me. Mm-hmm. I know you're shocked. I know. I'm, but I'm just, just saying. At a loss for words. I know, but you know, some people don't like me. Do I dwell on those people? No. Right. You know, I'm moving on. But again, congratulations, Kevin Hart. Did you hear what's going on in these uh, pop culture streets with Cardi B? Okay, I saw a text, I mean, not a text, a tweet earlier today, and it said, how many, it said Cardi B, how many other relationships won't make it in 2019? And I didn't really know what they were talking about because I didn't know what was going on. So what's going on? Well, Cardi B. I know you knew. Cardi B and her husband, Offset, uh-huh. from the Migos, the Migos, uh-huh. um, are allegedly getting a divorce. Well, oh, even if they're not getting a divorce, they're split up right now. They Cardi- just got married like yesterday. Yeah, they only been married for I don't know. I think it's been like a year. If it's been a year. Oh my goodness! What? Well, in that year that they've been together, don't they have a baby? They do have a baby that Cardi B finally released a picture of, and people are all up in arms about that. She is beautiful culture. Cardi B put out an Instagram post, a video stating that her and Offset were separated, that things weren't working out, that they would remain um, parents to their children you know, to their child and that they remain good friends. They remain business partners, but the relationship hadn't been working out for a while. Oh, and you know what? It's sad because another one bites the dust. I'm not really um, surprised at the end of the day. I said this because offset was found to be cheating with yet another person. I mean, it's been so many scandals of him cheating, but this particular one, I had to bring it up because his side chick or what was to be his side chick, the mistress. mistress. Uh huh. She was telling, no, she put out a video crying, apologizing to Cardi B saying that she didn't know that their marriage was that serious. Maya, I don't have time for this bullshit. What? 
she was crying, not tears, but like, you know how people be like, and I just didn't know. And I just, I just want to say, sorry. She said that she didn't know that their marriage was that serious and that she, she is sorry for coming in between it. And that now Cardi B, no, it's more. And now Cardi B could go on to live her life and not have to worry about him. Listen, would you wait a minute? She didn't know their marriage, like with a license and paperwork filed in the court, everything. Their marriage was what? Was as serious as was it was. Was so serious. She thought they was kicking it as married people? Well, she thought that they was married, not like married, married. She thought it was a business marriage? Well, she thought they were like together but not together together she thought they were separated well she thought that they was like raising their baby but not raising their baby raising their baby the baby is like two days old i guess the word marriage didn't give it away sometimes sometimes marriage don't always give it away sometimes the word marriage don't always mean married married it just means married didn't we do a podcast like side chicks need to stay in their lane. Yes, we 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 did a podcast on the ten biggest lies uh, that side, side chicks, chicks are living. Yeah, that they the was was marriage ain't marriage one of them. <laughs> no, mar- marriage is not marriage isn't one of them. But we need to revisit it and add number eleven. Marriage is marriage. Is like, marriage. <laughs> you know when somebody says. I'm married. They usually mean it. Like they either went to the hall of justice. They stood in front of a preacher. You know, they said vows, they got paperwork. It's a contract that's supposed to be for life and that they're married, married, not just married. I was thinking about this, right? Let me just say this. I was thinking about this today, right? Is Cardi B and Offset breaking up because he cheated or because he embarrassed her so much and now they can't be together because it's out in the public and he has disrespected her so much. Well, let's say not embarrassed. Let's say disrespected because there's no way in the world Cardi B can be embarrassed about anything. Why? Um, if she's not embarrassed about being a stripper, you know, Telling everybody, getting her, she got her teeth fixed. What you going to talk about now? You know, I love Cardi B. I like her. I like her a lot. Um, you know, I just love the way she is unapologetically herself. And I just don't see her being embarrassed by somebody else's shenanigans. But I can see her feeling disrespected by somebody else's shenanigans because she cannot be embarrassed. Because the way she was talking about Tommy on Love and Hip Hop, like, Oh my gosh, I, I just, I don't see that. So let's but say, she, I, agree. I Listen, can see that. I agree with you 100%. However, when it comes to matters of the heart and it comes to cheating, women are embarrassed and they don't care about the cheating as much as they care about the embarrassment of people knowing. You could be disrespected in private. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be disrespected in public. Mm-hmm. But so, she was. 
She was, mm-hmm. which brings about the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And it brings about the embarrassment because she was talking all about how, you know, her and her husband were, how much they loved each other, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I was just thinking about it. And I was like, damn, she's embarrassed. So now mm-hmm. she has to clean it up, put out the video. Now we not together. The side chick, I don't know what to say about her. I have nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like what I mean, you know, Cardi B, go on and be great, you know. Be great. I just feel like two young millionaires, this was bound to happen. And that's just where I'm at with it. You know, you when you 22, 23, 24, and this is just for Maya, not for nobody else. I don't think you need to be getting married. And when you 23, 24, 25, and you got millions of do- dollars, I really don't think that you need to be getting married. I think you need to live your life. So mm-hmm. Cardi B. Live your life. Yeah, go be great, girl. Do that mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so our last who did some shit. Are you sitting down? Well, if I was sitting down for the I didn't know we was married, they were their marriage was that serious. serious. I gotta be sitting down for this. Can't be much well, worse. I need you, yeah, I need you to strap in for this one. Okay. So there is a Dutch man who sued is way to the Supreme Court. It just got shut down. Mm-hmm. All the way to the Supreme Court. He is suing to lower his age by 20 years. Are you ready for this? Okay. He says it will help him on Tinder. He's suing to lower his age. Wait, how old is he? He is 69 years old. And he wants to lower his age 20 years. No, yes. he's suing to lower his age on tw- 20 yes. years so he can be more attractive on Tinder? Yes. He says he's from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and he's saying he's suing the government after the government refused to change his actual age to the age he identifies with. So he wants to legally change his age from 69 to 49, saying that he wants to avoid age discrimination. He says that his doctor says that he has the body and, you know, he's in the physical shape of a 40-something-year-old. And he self-describes himself as a young god. <laughs> um, he is a television personality. Okay. And he's a you know like a motivational speaker, positivity trainer, is what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. He's saying that he also like can't get a mortgage because like <laughs> it's you know he's discriminated against. He won't be living 30 years to pay off the mortgage. He said he is repeatedly feeling the impact of age discrimination on his dating prospects. <laughs> I'm not on Tinder. I don't know if it's a swipe right, swipe left kind of thing, but I guess nobody is swiping right because it says, it, why don't he try um, our time? That's First like, of all, you don't have to try our time. Here's the thing about online dating. You can put whatever the hell you want to put. So if you want to be 49, you can put 49 on there. Nobody is looking at your damn birth certificate. If you want to put that you 29 and you look 89, you can still do it. You don't have 
you can lie. People lie on there every day. I'm not promoting right. lying, but my man, you would spend the money to go to court where you could just lie on a damn profile. And and did you see a picture of this man? Do he look 69 or do he look 49? Because don't, don't tell me what your doctor said you feel like. Or don't tell me that you eating green vegetables and you feel like you're 40. What do you look like? Because on a dating website, all I see is what you look like. I'm just going to be honest and say he he really he really doesn't look a day over 72. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you ain't getting no hits because you looking at young girls and you want right. young girls to swipe on you right. and the young girls ain't swiping on you. And what you need to do is stop looking at young women and get you somebody your age because it's nice single women that's 69. Stop looking at 29 year olds and then you won't have to worry about going to court to get your um, age changed and lie. Maybe he don't want to lie because he all into the positivity thing, but like lie. If I saw his, well, I can't say if I saw his Tinder thing and it said he was 49, I would, I, first of all, I probably wouldn't see it because I don't know if Tinder asks you for your preferences. My preferences wouldn't be anybody yeah, white. It does. It, okay. So my preferences wouldn't be anybody white. So I wouldn't, but um, Bumble w doesn't discriminate. You know, Bumble just puts anybody up there. I wouldn't read it because I just swipe left on anybody white because it's just not my preference. Um, so I wouldn't really read it. But if I happen to read it, if I happen to see like Emil 49 and saw his picture, I'd be like, yeah, right. You know, yeah, you'd be like, I damn. Just, and here's you the thing. You're old as hell. And that's what I was getting ready to say. How many times you get left back, Liz? Exactly. <laughs> it, that's what I was going to say. Even if you said that you was, even if the court let you change your age, right? Because age discrimination is real. But e yeah. even if the court let you change your age, and then you said, you put up there that you're 49, but you look 79, you're not going to get the swipe anyway. So, like, what's his name? Emil. 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 Stop looking at young girls. Get you somebody your age. Be go forth and be happy, Emil, and get a life. <laughs> be great, Emil. Yeah, do that shit. Do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of online dating, somebody had an online date or like a little meetup um, this week. I that you did not tell us about when the podcast first started. Maybe you would like to tell us about it now, baby. First of all, I didn't know about it. <laughs> the last time we recorded the podcast, it was a... I don't know. You ain't tell us about it when this podcast first started. Oh, and that should have been... How <laughs> That's what you should have led with, like, oh, girl, let me tell you. But no, you didn't. So now I'm bringing it up because I see you trying to get out of this one. <laughs> you had an online meet up how yeah. was it it was all right you had to think about it that long because it was it was all right and we are i'm telling you this time when we do because we did a podcast this like our set i think our second episode was about online dating it was right and i just think that's something we need to revisit we do Be because i just have um, different insights now that I'm, you know, I just need to express those things. Maybe it'll help somebody. Okay. <laughs> um, but we're not going to talk about that right now, but I'm just going to say the meetup. So 
All right. I've been on, what's today? So it's seven days today. Okay. I've had like um, maybe like 200 people swipe right on me. Mm -hmm. But I've only swiped right on three people. It'd be like that. I don't know who these 197 people are. I don't think I saw them. <laughs> but it doesn't, like, because I'm not going to pay for it, so I can't see who those people are. Right, right. You know what I mean? Of the three people that I swiped right on because I felt pressured, I was on a train going to New York, and, you know, my friend that I went to New York with, she was like, you going to pick three people before we get there, like, and I'm like, all right, whatever. And what I like about this is even after if you even if you're a match, you can go back and unmatch yourself. Right. I swipe right. Okay, so three times. So one person, we had like a decent communication mm-hmm. through the site. But he said, I'm gonna he he goes to bed like a little earlier than usual, whatever, and he gave he put his phone number up there and said, you know. I, you know, I'm getting ready for bed. You know, you can call me tomorrow if you want to, whatever. Now, me, I'm a lady, you know, a little old-fashioned, but I don't call men. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next day, I was like, I just told him that maybe we can meet so we can have a brief conversation so that you know we want to exchange numbers. And then, you know, it takes the onus off of me. You know, if you want to keep in touch, because, you know, I'm not just throwing my number out there willy nilly. Mm-hmm. The other two people I unmatched. One of them, I said, because on Bumble, you have to speak first. Okay. So the yeah, only the women th- have the power. Yeah, and that's what the guy said. That's why he gave me the number. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want all that power. So let's yeah. meet. Anyway, mm-hmm. so the other, the the one guy, I said, hello, because that's all I'm going to say is hello, good evening, or something like that. I said, hello. And the response that I got was, I'm drinking. <laughs> okay. What? So I'm thinking. You like, know, I that, can't talk right now, and I'm in this Jack and Coke? I mean, or I, what? I Look, I didn't read anything into it. I just unmatched. Okay. You know, it could be that he thought he was responding to somebody else. You know, because y'all know people have. Oh, he knew who the hell he was responding to. Well, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter because I just unmatched. I was like, okay, I'm not even going to let that go. (laughs) Right. I don't have time for that. And then the other person, I swiped right on him because his profile said, come on, take a chance. Swipe right. I'll take care of the rest. I was was intrigued. Right. You know, I swipe right. I said, hello. And he was like, hello, how are you? I said, I'm well, thank you. And then he said, I said, I said, I'm well, thank you. How are you? He was like, I'm doing good. And then he said something else. And I said to myself, and it wasn't even a question. He just said something else. And I'm thinking to myself, is is this you doing the, taking it from here? Is that it? Well, what did you want him to say when he said, I'm going to take it from here? Take it from here. Do something. Dialogue. Well, ask me a question. Something. Okay. It was just like regular boring. Yeah, no. I matched him. Anyway, so me and the other guy, we didn't talk like every day, but like, you know, we talked. And I, I said, you know, maybe you want to meet up. And um, I was going to be close to him, just like at the laundromat, because, you know, I still have not taken my dryer apart to see what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I washed my towels and I was just going to go 
throw them in the dryer. And I was like, well, I go to the laundromat this way, whatever. And he wasn't available. You know, that's cool. And so he was like, well, you know, maybe in the evening, I thought it was like perfect time. You know, I had to get home to record the podcast. So it wasn't like I had a whole lot of time. And so if I was enjoying myself, maybe we can continue it and later at another mm-hmm. time or whatever. And if not, oh, got to go. I record mm-hmm. the podcast. You know what I mean? Like that. So it was it was okay. So we went to his suggestion. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Just tell me when and where. But, he, you know, we went to a Starbucks. But we, uh-huh. went, to, we went to our Starbucks. Uh-huh. So I called our cousin. Uh-huh. was like, you know, you working? And she was, I'm in the building. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So she was like, no, I'm not at work. Let me call you right back. And then she called there, told him I was coming, whatever. So we come in there. We go to the counter. He was like, I got your drink right here. And so the guy was looking. I said, you're not going to order anything? He was like, no. And he went to pay for the drink. And Ray was like, ah. So so the guy looking at me like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I didn't, right. I didn't order nothing, you know, nothing. And I didn't say nothing. We just went back, you know, and start talking. But we had a very decent conversation. It was regular, nice. I mean, I didn't want to, like, tongue him down or nothing like that. But, I mean, you know, we made, we could go on a date. But I just, I have a a sense though that I'm going to be bitch bond. You do? I do. I don't know why. I just had that sense. I just, you know how you have an inkling? Yeah. And I just get that. I get I, I don't know. I think I'm going to be bitch bond. I don't feel like you've told me anything that would make you feel like you was going to get bitch bond. But he even before me, he called me he called me a jet setter. Okay, let's backtrack. Let's tell the people out there, because I know they confused as hell. What is bitch by? <laughs> and then we can come to the determination on whether or not you've been bitch by. I, I don't know if I've been bitch by. I because you know it takes. You got a feeling that you've been bitch by. I got a feeling that I'm going to be. Because right. uh, oh yeah, wait wait, you're right. Because sometimes bitch by happens instantaneously. Like well, it did for me. Time. Right, like, and it did for me when we first came up with the bitch by. Right. <laughs> so, okay, this is. Let me explain bitch by. I saw a pair of earrings that I wanted, mm-hmm. on, and they were on sale, and I was very, very excited, and I was like, I wanted to just buy them right then. They were pricey, but I wanted to just buy them right then. I had self control. I left the store. I went home. I went to work the next day, and all I could think about was those earrings. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't like an impulse buy because I have a written wish list in my top drawer, and right. those earrings were on there, mm-hmm. on that written wish list that I had. Okay. So, and I kept saying, like, oh, my gosh, should I go get them? I don't know. You know, I'm back and forth in my mind about these earrings. And then I was talking to a colleague. The colleague told me a story about a coworker who kept saying, you know, she started planning for retirement. And she had all these things. And she was saving all this money. And, like, two weeks before she retired, she had a heart attack and died at work. Oh, God. I know. Terrible. But she, what she was saying was, do it now. Life is short. You never know. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. 
That's so, true. and they were on sale for like, if they still was a couple of hours, mm-hmm. but it was like a good, good sale. So I was like, that's it. I called the store. I said, look, do you still have them? She was like, yeah, they're still in the case. And I was like, could you please, I, I'm not at just, could you just hold them? I get off of work at this time. It'll take me this many minutes to get there. I'll be, I'm coming to get them. I shouldn't have left them. I'm sorry. I'm coming to get them. So I'm in the car talking to you all soup. Like, okay, I'm all there. You know, I'm going to get them, whatever, you know. So we were finishing our conversation. Conversation. I was still sitting in the car and a car pulled up alongside of me. And remember, I was like, oh my goodness, he's handsome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, mm. Good so looking finished, man. He was a good looking man. He had a nice car and everything, looked real distinguished looking, whatever. So I was like, mm. I said, all right, we finished the conversation. I was, I'm about to go in here. When I went in there, he was at the same part of the counter where I was. The lady was like, I'll be with you in just a second. I was like, you know, that's okay. I just waited. And he was like getting his, he was getting a bracelet. You know, I didn't notice what kind of bracelet it was or anything like that. And I wasn't really looking that hard. And um, he was, you know, trying to on looking. And the lady was like, um, she was like, do you want to see something? And I was like, no, I'm here to pick up. She was like, oh, the earrings. And I was like, yes. Uh-huh. I'm smiling. I mean, I'm grinning hard. Teeth uh-huh. dry, because you know? <laughs> I was excited so she was like I, I have them over here you know she took them out the case and everything she had them over here and had them in the box looking all beautiful and I'm cheesing like hard and the, so I'm smiling so hard and the guy was like because he spoke to me and everything he was like hello and I'm like hi you know whatever and he was like oh can I see your earrings and I was like oh sure and the lady opened up the box and he looked at the earrings and he looked at me. He was like, I'll take this and left. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bye. Oh, you buying them? Oh, okay. Can you wrap this up for me? Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm have not. a nice day. Like, he ain't say, this. see you. He ain't say <laughs> nothing. He just rolled. And he was like real, you know, he was friendly when I walked up to the counter and everything, you know. Till he saw so, the earrings, then he was like, ah, bitch, I can't afford you. Bye. <laughs> and that's how we came up, you know, with the term. And so when he left and I asked the lady, I said, well, which bracelet did he get? And she showed me the bracelet and it was like, no, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm really not trying to be shady or anything because nobody likes a good bargain like I do or whatever, but it was like on clearance of $17. He and wasn't buying what you was buying and, at he, all. and he knew it. And that's why he was he like, bye-bye. <laughs> bye, bitch. I got, yeah, I got bitch by. So that's what bitch by is. But then remember, you got bitch by. See, you didn't know you was being bitch by. No, I didn't because I, I wasn't. Tell you, you like, definitely told me that I was being bitch by. Because when I got bitch by, now we know what bitch by it is. Right. When I got bitch by, I didn't know, and it's really because I don't pay attention to stuff like that. Because <laughs> to me, I don't. You know, I'm that kind of person that feels like we all on the same level. You right. put yourself on a different right. level. Because you put yourself there, not because I put you there or because right. I think something more than what, what it is, you know. And so when I got bitched by, same thing. I went out on a date, on an online date, met a guy. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Went out, he asked me out, right, like, quick. So I was like, yeah. Now, 
<laughs> when remember when he pulled up to the restaurant, I was like talking and I said, Is that him? Because he had this big ass chain on. Like, it was like a it looked like a dog leash on his dag on neck. So I really wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? But I I was being optimistic about the date. We you went was to, trying to leave, Maya. I was like, don't leave. Was I trying to leave? Yes, you was trying to leave. I was like, no, don't leave. Just go ahead and meet him. You was like that goofy ass chain. Yeah, because you know why? You're right. You're right. But it's because I knew that I would be focused on nothing but the chain. The chain. And so I wouldn't have been able to really pay attention to what he was saying because I just would have been looking at that leash around his damn neck. So I was just like, ain't no sense in staying here. But I stayed. We went to brunch. We ended up having such a good ass time. Uh-huh. But it, while we was at brunch, he I had on a watch. He kept talking about the watch. He was like, yes. it was like in the middle of a conversation, like if me and you was talking and then he was like, um, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the store. I got to go to Walmart, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was like, what kind of watch is that? <laughs> no. First he said, that's a nice that's watch. A nice watch. I said, oh, thanks. And kept talking. Right. Then the next thing he was like, what kind of watch is that? I'm, I'm like looking at the watch. I said what it was. Right. And I kept talking. Then he mentioned the watch again. That's when I was like, is this ninja trying to rob me? Because I wasn't <laughs> thinking about being bitch by. I was thinking about you trying to rob me. Because right. he had asked me where I lived, like what part of town I lived in. And I never tell somebody where I live. Like, oh, I right. live here. I always right. say a roundabout area. Mm-hmm. But even a roundabout area, he was like, oh, you live there? Mm-hmm. Then he was like, Something about my car. So I asked him straight out, like, what you trying to rob me? Uh, and he was like, nah, why you say that? I said, because you asked him a lot about things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still didn't pick up on the bitch by because <laughs> automatically Camden kicked in. And I was right. like, Joker don't even know, you know, exactly. what's about to happen to him if he keep asking me about this stuff like he trying to rob me in the parking lot. So we ended up going. We continued on the date. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a good-ass time. It was no romantic connection to me, but it was definitely like, yo, he funny as hell. He fun. We can hang out again. I was Mm -hmm. waiting for him to call me, and he never freaking called me. Like, I got bitched by right off off the bat. He never called. Like, he ain't called to say, you got home safe. Uh, I had a good time. And again, I'm not paying attention I'm talking to you on the phone, and you like, oh, no, he bitch by you. He bitch by you. And you was like, you think so? I was like, how many times he asked about your watch? He, You must have said, because when we were talking, you were like, he asked about the watch like three times in five minutes. Yeah. And then y'all got to all these, every conversation y'all had, like, yeah. oh, no, he like, uh-uh. Yeah, and then I guess, you know, he asked me what I drove, what where I lived, and then I guess he was just like, mm-mm. I well, can't I, afford. To. I mean, no, but again, I, I drive. I drive a Toyota Camry because I drive a freaking Honda. That's, and it, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm no shade. Like you know, we can get whatever we want. But I drive a Toyota Camry because like that's the car of nurses. We do a lot of travel. We got to get there. Rain, snow, sleet, hail, whatever. You know, and that's literally why I bought the Camry. But and, and I mean, you drive a Honda. Like it wasn't like you pulled up in a range. 
Exactly. And even if I did pull up in a range, even if I had a $10,000 watch on my wrist, and even if I lived in the most affluent part of town, you got to feel like you're on the level of a person. It looks good from the outside. You don't right. know what I, what I got and what I don't have. Right. And you don't know what I do to get what I have or what right. I don't have. And, that's, and, that's, and that's the problem. That's the problem with the bitch buy. First of all, I say it all the time. If you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're right. Right. You know, but that's why I have my written wish list because those are the things that I want, right. you know, and those are the things that I am preparing myself to get. Right. You know, and then my earrings came on sale, like a gift from God. You treat yourself nice or whatever. You don't know. Somebody could have, you know, been a perfect stranger and be like, you know what? The Lord told me to give you this watch today. You know what I mean? Like, it could be. And anything. it could be a freaking Ann Klein watch. You don't know what I got. I mean, you, let me tell you something about me. I got a lot of nice things. I ain't paid for none of them full price. You understand what I'm saying? I got a lot of nice things. Some of them was gifts. You don't know how I get what I have. Right. And it doesn't matter. Things don't make a person. It that, right. All this bullshit could be here today and going, and tomorrow. going tomorrow. And right. at the end of the day, I'm still going to be exactly who I am, you know, but you don't know that because you're looking at things. Right. Stop bitch buying people and get to know who they okay. really are. Now, you know it what I'm might saying? not work out. It, it might not work out in the end, but that's the that's the problem with bitch buy. You're making assumptions. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're making, but sometimes I think like you know you better than I know you. If you know that you're never like, oh, I can't, I can't ever do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not that you can't ever, but you wouldn't ever. Because some people just don't think a woman is worthy of expensive gifts. Some people are just like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't need that. And then whatever. But if it's something I want, I'm going to get it. But don't make an assumption. But then again, I feel like, well, you know you better than I know you, because don't be cheap either. And and at the end of the day, I can respect, here's the thing, like, I can respect the bitch buy. I don't respect how some people go about the bitch buy. Right. I respect the bitch buy in just what you said, like, you know you better than I know you. So right. you self-aware of who you are, you feel like I ain't on your level, and you remove yourself. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But you don't gotta do the bitch buy on some just like, I ain't never talking to you again because I just feel like I can't afford you. No, you could do the bitch by a little bit classier. You could just talk and, you know, just eventually the conversation dies off and, and then I just never see you again. Did bitch by me the right way. Don't bitch by me in a way of like, I just never talk to you again. Because now if you're a person like me, I'm half-ass paying attention to it. So I probably am like, what happened to that guy? Oh, what happened to him? Remember him? Yeah. You know, I'm definitely a, that kind of person. Like, you know, like, remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I could have been into that dude. Like, I could have really been into him. We had a good-ass time. We spent the whole day going day together. And then you just never going to call me? Like, right. you could have just made my self-esteem go into the basement. Right, because y'all extended the date and everything, right? Went from brunch to bowling and something. Yeah, and drinks and because that's what I'm saying. He was fun. We was having a fun time. And it was just, he kept saying, you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, cool. 
but it was on some like friendly type stuff. But my thing is, is this too. If you knew you was going bitch by me because you knew when we were sitting at that brunch table and you asked me about that watch three times that you was going bitch by me, why right. did you even extend the fun? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why did you extend the fun? Like, what was it in your mind that you knew, like, I'm never calling her again because I don't feel like I could or I'm not on her level or whatever the case is. I mean, it couldn't have, it could have been something else. It ain't had nothing to do with the watch. It could have been something else that he felt like he just wasn't calling me about it. But what you extend the fun for? Like, just, just after the brunch, just be like, all right, then see you and let me go on my merry way. Don't fund me up. You know what I'm saying? Don't take me on mad outings. You sound like uh, Vanessa and the Wretched. No. You don't end the date right then. You go bowling. Right. And have big Big fun. fun. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We was having big fun. Then you just never gonna call me again. You could have been the guy that I was hanging out with around here to have big fun. But no. You bitch by me. You, 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 I mean, you count yourself out and I, yeah. So that's the thing with bitch by. So I, he called me a jet setter like more than once. He was like, oh, so you a jet setter. And I was like, eh, I don't know. What's a jet setter? You know, try. He's like, you know, you <laughs> like, know what a jet setter yes, is, you but know. you're doing it right. <laughs> and he just, I was just, I didn't even talk about like where I've been and stuff like that. I, I didn't say Anything like that. And I was like, as soon as he said Jet Setter, I said, oh, this this guy, going, you know, that? he was like, I go to work, I go home. I was like, oh, this is going to be. <laughs> this uh, is about to be a bitch by moment. All right. This chai, this chai latte is sure good. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to bitch by yourself, though. Sometimes you just got to be like, all right, bye. Like, it was fun. Let's just hope if it was okay that you didn't get bitch by and that, and here's the thing. Let me say this before I continue. You didn't get stood up. Yes. That's a plus. You did not get stood up. And so since you didn't get stood up, you actually met. We don't know yet if you're getting bitch by. Now we'll know soon, but we don't know yet. So let's see how this one plays out. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's bitch by in a nutshell. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I think that we help some people because I think sometimes people don't realize they've been bitch by. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know what it is. It's not really ghosting. It's not the same thing as ghosting. Mm-hmm. It's not being stood up. Bitch by is a whole nother level mm-hmm. of, I ain't fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it happens. It happens. It is what it is. Hopefully you haven't been. Do you have anything this week for a personal journal? You know what? I do. My personal journal is about exercise. I received good news this week. I am allergic to exercise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with the podcast. No, it is true. I have, and you know what? Um, lady has it too. But she pushes past it. She's she exercises. Book ahead. But, but she does like the weights and like a lot of stuff like that. She doesn't do um, a whole lot of cardio. She says she usually do, does like only 20 minutes of cardio. And she kind of pushes past it. I'm not there yet. But it, there's a, it's a real condition. It's called 
exercise-induced uticaria, and it causes... I'm dead serious. You're laughing at my pain. It's not right. I'm just saying. It causes... I exercise, and I get hives. I break out in the hives, and it Uh itches, like, real bad. And Benadryl doesn't help it. It doesn't stop it. Uh Yeah, so I got to take it easy. I can't be in them just... Who told you this? The doctor... The doctor told you the that doctor. you can't exercise. So the doctor didn't, didn't tell you. The doctor didn't say you can't exercise. The doctor, the doctor said say? you have exercise-induced uticaria. And what did the exercise, I mean, what did the doctor say that you do for this disorder? There's no cure and there's no medicine that helps it. Like when it starts, you have to stop exercising. You have to stop. Well, first of all, you have to start exercising but so that you know that the hives is coming. You got to actually exercise. You ain't even exercising to know that the hives is getting ready to no, break out. No, but I, I get them. I get them. Even, like, if I walk in the cold, I get it, and it just, uh-huh. like, it's like an itch. Like, you, I just want to dig, and it usually happens, like, in my thighs, and I just want to dig my whole thigh out. And by the time I get in the house to start to, you know— cool off. Uh-huh. Like, if it's hot outside, it's, I gotta cool off. But it's cold outside, then I have to, like, warm up. And the hives just start busting out. So I have to do, like, um, maybe, like, weight training or calisthenics, like push-ups and sit-ups and things like that, that don't get me all heated up. I already can't, you know, do any exercise outside if it's lower than 50 degrees, and that's because my asthma is too cold for me. But, um, yeah, so, you know what? I, I really was gonna be on the fitness kick. Uh-huh. I, re- I really was. I was going to be exercising and stuff, so I guess I got to try to control my weight through food. I don't know, but I'm allergic to exercise. That's all I know. Sure, I don't want to be hurting myself. Well, we don't want you to hurt yourself. However, I would go back to that same doctor and I would say, what do people with this disorder do? Because trust me, other people have it. And if you got it, then somebody else has it. And they do. They- Right, you said lady has it, but lady exercises, and I don't care what she doing. But um, she said. doesn't do she doesn't do like cardio, and that's kind of like what I really like to do. I like to jog, I like to get on the treadmill, I like Zumba. Um, okay, but you know that. But you the can't Zumba do doesn't really things. well. If if the temperature in the room is okay, the Zumba doesn't. After like the first two times, the Zumba won't bother me. So, I mean, there are some things I can do, but I'm just, what I'm saying is, hey, if I do it, great. But I got an excuse now, a real one, one with MD or DO behind it. I don't need all my thousands of other excuses anymore because I got a real solid one now. First of all, I want to see a note. Secondly, (laughs) I don't want to discredit your doctor and I don't want to discredit you. Google this, it. It's I am going to Google it, but it just sounds like a bunch of bullshit. But not. I listen, I I'm not going to say nothing because you know I see a hair out of place and I got to the doctor. Yeah, no no doubt about it. So, I mean, good luck with that. But I will be using my Googles to find out what can help you with that. I'm sure. <laughs> What's your personal journal? <laughs>
My personal journal for this week, I, you know what? I, I, you know I never really know what my personal journal is to the day we're going to record or to the minute before it's time to do the personal journal. And today is no different. My personal journal more so this week is, is that I, and I've said this before and I did not do it or maybe I did it and then I fell off again, but I got to get back to my reading. I'm all off of my reading. And when I'm off of my reading, I'm just, I just feel like I'm just not connected, you know, with anything. I feel like I'm on the internet too much. I'm reading stuff on there, but I'm not reading my books. You know, I have so many books in my queue that's like, read me, read me, read me. And I haven't picked them up and read them. And, you know, reading feeds my soul and I do a lot of it. And so I'm very shocked at myself that I have fell off the way that I have fell off. Like I haven't put picked up a book in probably like two months and that's not yeah that's not like me I want to get back into that so my personal journal is to get more into that and more into the things that like feed my own soul because I I, I'm off I'm off kilter you know I'm like I'm like Mm -hmm. off of me and I feel it like I'm you know coming home just doing nothing well You know what that is about. That's because I do so much that when I got a moment to do nothing, Mm -hmm. I like really want to do nothing. Rest Um, is blessed. And that's not Bibby. That's Bible. Well, that's true. Mm -hmm. But I need to do, we talked about self-care and reading for me is self-care and just Mm -hmm. getting back into the things that, you know, Maya likes to do. And so I need to get back into it. And that's my personal journal. That's right. Well, read, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm starting with Michelle Obama. Um, oh yes, book becoming, and you know, um, shout out to Michelle Obama because I failed to mention this in the podcast. But before we go, shout out to Michelle Obama. Her book is the best selling book um, of 2018. I think she sold something like two million copies in mm-hmm. two weeks or in a week. And more so shout out to her because she's doing all of these interviews every day. I'm turning on my TV and it's a Michelle Obama interview and I Mm -hmm. am loving it because she is being so candid in these interviews. She She is is. saying all of the things that she wanted to say when she was first lady, but she didn't get a chance to. And that real sister Mm -hmm. is coming out of her. Yes, it is. Yes, Yes, it is, honey. It's coming out of her. And I'm enjoying every minute of it because she's really speaking to what we knew she wanted to say all along. And I really love it. So we're going to go ahead and get on out of here for this week. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Do remember that an all new episode drops each and every Monday. Follow us on social media, y'all. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Did That Shit. Remember, you can always follow me on my personal Twitter. It's MyMy13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at the Biamina. That's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. Be sure to find us anywhere where you can listen to your free podcasts. And we'll be here same time next week. Remember, be great this week. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you, too.